Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to be talking about the sign of the buttock. We'll be going over this special test and how to perform it. We'll talk about what a positive test means. We're going to talk about what to do if your patient does have a positive positive test and so much more. But also, please make sure you stay tuned till the end of the show because I have a question slash request for all of my listeners. So please make sure that you stay tuned till then. In the meantime, let's pause for a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. At MedCore Professionals, we offer mobility aids, bracing and supports, compression garments, post-mastectomy care, and much more. Your health and well-being are important to us. Your recovery is our priority. Our certified team will guide you to the right products based on your medical needs, recent procedures, or mobility restrictions. Visit us on Route 1 in Scarborough or at MedCorePro.com. We are Mark and Kelly Hassett, owners of MedCore. And we keep you moving forward. Welcome back, everyone. So just for those of you who are just getting started with OrthoEvalPal and taking a look at our content either on YouTube or through podcasting or through the website, uh, my name is Paul Marquis, and I am a physical therapist. I've been a PT for over 29 years. I'm the vice president of clinical operations at County Physical Therapy. I'm a brand ambassador for several companies out there, and um, I am also a tree farmer. I love orthopedics, um, but also love farming and growing things. And that's kind of my, uh, my piece away from the hustle and bustle of what I do every day. Um, so I'm a very busy person and um, love what I do. Today's podcast is going to be uh, short and sweet, but I hope to be very fruitful and helpful for you. Um, sometimes we see these different diagnoses that we just don't see very often. You know, like if you're working in an outpatient orthopedic clinic, you may see rotator cuff tears all the time and ACL injuries and meniscal tears and ankle sprains and things of that sort. But every once in a while, you get this unusual diagnosis that comes across your desk and it's not something that you see very often. And what I tell people is this, you know, when you see a diagnosis that's unusual, Put that in your memory bank, okay, because you never know when it may pop up again, and then you can hone on it a lot faster, get to a proper diagnosis a lot faster, and then better treatment uh, more expeditiously. So um, today we're going to be talking about a special test that helps to identify certain things that um, can be pretty serious. So we'll be talking today about the sign of the buttock, okay? And so if a patient comes in and they have buttock pain, or gluteal discomfort, and pain around the hip, you need to be able to sort that out. And as I said in our previous podcast, it can be very difficult to evaluate the hip. But today we're going to throw out another special test that um, can help us kind of fine-tune that evaluation a little bit more. So how do we perform this test? Well, you take the patient, you place them in a supine position. Okay, and the first thing you start with is a passive, basically straight leg raise test. Okay, so you grab the patient um, at the ankle, you keep the knee in extension, and you just go up into that straight leg raise position. So basically, the hip is flexing, but the knee is in full extension. Okay, so couple things happening here. The hamstrings are becoming taut as you do that. And the patient may say, yeah, I'm just getting a lot of pulling in the back of the hamstrings, maybe even down past the knee a little bit. That's not uncommon. 
or they might say, uh, I'm, I'm getting like numbness in my foot. I've got a sharp shooting pain, uh, like a shocking pain going down my leg from my back down to my foot. Um, you know, they may have some sciatic symptoms. But if they don't complain of the hamstring or these sciatic symptoms, you need to um, ask then where is this discomfort coming from? And if they say it's coming from the hip while you're doing a straight leg raise, you need to remember that a herniated disc, you know, L5 herniated disc can offer you some hip pain. Okay, quite a bit of hip pain. So you need to remember that. Now, you take this patient... Bring them back down to that neutral position so they're flat on the table. And the next thing you do is you go to perform that test again, but flex the knee this time, okay? So you're flexing the hip and the knee at the same time. Now, what you need to do is remember where the hip range of motion was when you did it with the leg straight, okay? And remember where that area of pain was. So now you're flexing the knee, you're flexing the hip also, and if they stop... If they stop you at that same range that you did with the straight leg raise, you need to be concerned that there is some sort of a hip issue, okay? We've eliminated the sciatic tension. We've eliminated the hamstring tightness. And so now if you're not gaining any more range of motion when, with the knee bent, you need to be worried about some sort of an intra-articular problem or some sort of a lesion that could be quite serious around the hip or in the gluteal uh, area, okay? You should be concerned at this point. So somebody who has severe osteoarthritis or maybe um, an old femoral acetabular issue, uh, they can have this positive sign of the buttock. And I have a video that complements this very, very well. And so be sure you check that out in the show notes today. I'll have a link for that video. The other thing is that you could have, have you know, a sepsis near the hip. You could have cancer in the hip. And I'll give you a little story here of a gentleman who uh, is a patient of mine and has been a patient of mine for a long time. Super nice guy. His name is Jeff. And he comes to see me, I want to say maybe eight or nine years ago, and says, and he's limping and complaining of a lot of hip pain. And so I, you know, I start the evaluation and um, I ask him to do a couple things for me. So I ask him to do a straight leg raise, an active straight leg raise while in the supine position. And he cannot do it. He has a lot of hip pain. So I place him on his side and I ask him to do a side-lying straight leg raise. And he was not able to perform that, not only because of pain, but uh, some weakness, everything around the hip. I placed him on his stomach and I asked him to do a hip extension with the leg straight. And he could not do that either. So I then placed him back onto his back and I performed a sign of the buttock. So I did a straight leg raise test to about 70 degrees and he started to develop this hip discomfort, okay, right throughout the whole hip, anterior, posterior. And then I brought him back down, I flexed the knee and I went up and I was not able to go any further than that original range that we had gone in with the straight leg raise and he was having a lot of severe um, hip discomfort and even had some pain with a, a fader test and a Faber test. All of those were very uncomfortable, and it was, you know, all around that hip. With that being a concern of ours, we then asked for an x-ray, and that x-ray led to a CT scan, uh, which led to him meeting with a uh, an oncology orthopedic specialist and underwent a girdle stone procedure. What was happening was his acetabulum and ilium 
had uh, become so thin and osteolytic uh, because of multiple myeloma that the femur was going through the acetabulum and through the ilium and uh, causing him a severe amount of pain. So they performed a girl stone procedure, took the head of that femur off so that it was not driving through the ilium, um, and then underwent some treatment for multiple myeloma. And uh, still gets around very well. Now he's on crutches, uh, owns a business, and uh, doing as well as uh, anybody in that type of situation can do. But you can see where the sign of the buttock was very helpful for us. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't have a video of that one because it just was kind of a tricky evaluation and uh, touchy situation. So uh, we didn't want to get into that. Uh, So remember this, that if you have a positive sign of the buttock, the red flags should go up. You should be a little bit more concerned. You need to be thinking about something that is intra-articular or something that could be um, even more serious than that, especially when you take the neural tension out of it and the hamstring tension out of it. Um, So folks, I had asked you at the beginning of the show to wait till the end because I had a question for you. Okay, this is really more of a favor than anything else. As you know, the podcasting platform is different than a video platform or different than a website platform where you are actively engaging. um, And there is a way to um, have questions answered and you can ask questions and there can be communication back and forth. That's a little more difficult with a podcast because typically you hit the play button. Um, you may be on your iPhone or your, um, you know, it might be a device that you're just listening to podcasts on and you might be mowing the lawn or riding a bike or going for a hike and listening to this. You're really not in a place or position to have direct contact with the podcaster. Okay. So what I'm asking is that you take just a little bit of extra time. You go to my email address, which I'm going to link in the show notes. And I would love to get just a little bit of feedback. Number one, I would love to know what profession you're in. For those of you who listen to the podcast on a regular basis, that's very important to me because I want to be able to uh, customize the podcast to meet your needs, okay? If you are a nurse practitioner and I am doing a podcast about physical therapy treatment, um, that may not be too enticing to you. So I want to make sure that I can uh, make everybody happy. I want to make sure that this is fruitful for everybody um, and uh, that we can make this show uh, just better for you, okay? And uh, The other thing that I want to know is, uh, is there anything that you particularly like about the show or dislike about the show? Maybe you like uh, when we discuss anatomy. Maybe you like when we talk about special tests. Or some of you may like interviews. And uh, so uh, I'd like to know what you like about it, okay? And then I also want to know what you don't like about it. Like we've had comments about the volume and and different aspects of the show. And we are trying to do our best to correct all these things because we want to make your ortho-eval-pal experience the best that it can be. We want you to want to learn more. And um, oftentimes people will stop a podcast. I've, I'm a big podcast listener and I may start a podcast and within the first five seconds to 10 seconds of the show, I may turn it off and say, I don't want to listen to this, you know, just because of uh, how the podcaster approaches the audience or maybe the way something sounds uh, or, you know, anything like that. So I want some feedback. If I could get it, I would greatly appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you who are listening to Ortho Eval Pal. Uh, Let's continue learning and working together. Thank you so much and have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, 
go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.